to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Let's look at this issue of genealogical research and encouragement toward it. Uh, folks, this reads in your King James Bible that was translated in 1611 like it was written yesterday. It is so up-to-date and contemporary to this issue. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 1, if you would please, in one hand. 1 Timothy chapter 1 and Titus 3 in the other. 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 3 is, I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which minister questions rather than godly edifying which is in faith so do. Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which minister what? Questions rather than godly edifying which is in faith so do. Uh, Titus chapter 3. There are no encouragements to this genealogical research for proxy salvation found anywhere in the New Testament, or the Old for that matter. But uh, Titus chapter 3 and verse 9, but avoid foolish questions and what? Genealogies. Avoid them, Paul tells us here. Directions given to Titus. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. And so, again, we could go on and on. This is just a small sampling, but you have to ask yourself the question, how can two works, the Bible and the Doctrine and Covenants that are in such disagreement, thought to both be God's Word? You have to choose one or the other. All right. The Pearl of Great Price. The Pearl of Great Price is a small volume. It's uh, in the editions that I've seen and the one I have in my hand. It's an addendum to the Doctrine and Covenants. It's a small volume made up of three parts. And, and I want you to, to just for a moment appreciate the egotism involved here on the part of Joseph Smith. It is made up of three parts. The books of Moses, Abraham, and Joseph Smith. Now, there's a humble guy putting himself in that kind of company, folks. And obviously, I'm speaking facetiously, but you, you've got to just stop for a second and begin to absorb the, the egotism involved here. And in this volume, we have proof positive that Joseph Smith was completely incapable of translating any foreign, foreign document uh, because the book of Abraham begins with a few comments in the heading above the text, which says... Uh, a translation of some ancient records that have fallen into our hands from the catacombs of Egypt. The writings of Abraham while he was in Egypt called the book of Abraham written by his own hand upon papyrus or papyrus. That would be fantastic information if it was true. He is saying that I've got the very handwriting of Father Abraham. Folks, it would be the only instance of an original handwriting document coming down to us from any Bible writer. 
We've got copies of copies of copies of copies of copies. Uh, this is an incredible claim. Now, we're not going to waste a lot of time uh, arguing against such a foolish claim. But again, it shows you the bizarre nature of some of these claims. We're talking about wearing special glasses, sticking golden plates in a hat, things appearing and disappearing on these plates. As he looks into the hat, we're talking about original manuscripts written by the actual hand of Abraham. Uh, the, we, don't, we, don't have, we don't have Bible manuscripts that come down to us that intact, folks. Someone has followed cunningly devised fables. All right? And uh, I take no pleasure in pointing these things out other than to say to you this morning that the Word of God is a sure final authority. And that you can take this Word of God and show your Mormon friends and neighbors and perhaps relatives and those you come in contact with what the Word of God says. Now, please don't misunderstand. I don't believe every Mormon you run into even understands or knows or believes all of this. People are sometimes involved in a religion and they don't fully grasp, fully comprehend, or totally absorb all that they're being exposed to even within their own religion. But this is the official teaching of Mormonism, and this is what a well-taught Mormon would believe. So as you deal with folk about their soul, uh, it may not be necessary to even bring these up. Just take a Bible, show them what the Bible says, and uh, if, if, if they don't question the authority of the Bible, and they don't bring up arguments about the doctrine and covenants of Pearl of Great Price, the Articles of Faith, and things found in the Book of Mormons, and fine and well, just stick with the Bible. Uh, you, you don't have to uh, litter the highway with these types of obstacles. But chances are, if they've been taught uh, well in their religion, and they have absorbed it and comprehended it, uh, then they're going to have questions about these things. And uh, these notes will be available uh, through the course of this study so that you can have this material in your hands. Now, let's just look at a couple more verses here as we wrap this up. The Lord Jesus Christ defines the canon of the true Word of God for us in the book of Luke. Look at Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. No question about the extent of final authority according to the Word of God itself. You see, within the Word of God itself, the internal evidence, the internal claims, is that this book, 66 books, 40 authors, written over a long period of time, is in and of itself adequate, fully sufficient, the revelation of God to man, and it is complete, without rival, without companion, and without need of updating or additions to. Luke chapter 24, verse 44, Christ speaking to the disciples, and he said unto them, These are the words that I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled. Now he's speaking of prophecies concerning himself as the Messiah. First advent and second, for that matter. And he says, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the, number one, law of Moses. There's your Pentateuch, the law of Moses, the first five books of the Bible. And in the prophets, major and minor, major being Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, minor, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, so forth. And in the Psalms, the poetic books. The poetic books, uh, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. 
the Lord defines the canon of Scripture for us in the Old Testament. And then move over to Revelation chapter 22. Revelation chapter 22. And as John is through writing Revelation between 90 and 96 A.D., the early authorities will say 90, the latest would be 96, but you'll find no disagreement outside of that six-year period. He's on the island of Patmos. He is finishing up the last book of the New Testament. So by 100 A.D., it is complete, certainly no later than 100 A.D., Revelation chapter 22 and verse 18, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. We have a warning in the book of Deuteronomy, not to add or subtract from the word of God. We have a warning in Proverbs chapter 30, not to add or subtract from the word of God. We have a warning in the beginning of the Word of God. We have a warning in the middle of the Word of God. And we've got this warning at the very end of the Word of God not to add or to subtract. We have a complete revelation right here. We have a final authority. We have a rock, a solid foundation. And uh, I thank God this morning that these 66 books by 40 authors over such a long period of time are a perfectly integrated, dovetailing message system from God to you and I. Prophetically, historically, doctrinally, practically speaking, it is without error. There is no confusion. There is no conflict. There is no contradiction. So a choice must be made. Do you want that kind of final authority? Or on the other hand, do you want five conflicting final authorities and expediency determining which one will be invoked at any given time. I like having one final authority, the final authority of the Word of God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for your Word. Thank you for the truth of it, the completeness of it. And thank you, Lord, that your Word dispels error. Father, without this Word, we would certainly fall into error. So you've been very gracious to us. And we pray these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, 
Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.